Good morning, another wonderful Saturday in the studio of Top Radio 3.1 FM. This is Youthwise Film, proudly powered by 233host.com, and I'm your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive, BKC Esther Name, and we have a lot for you this Saturday, the second Saturday in the month of July. And before then, just enjoy this track for your Saturday morning, and as I always say, you kind of have what it takes to do and be the best. If you only had a little, little, little money, uh, you could do all that you want to do, and money is very important. This is your finance uh, big challenge ahead of you. If you just see this YouthWise film, and this is the Investopreneur series, we're looking at youth and investments and how you can get some finance if you have a little money to push your dreams and that business you want to do. So every Saturday is a YouthWise film, tuning with Carl Brookers Limited and give you a lot of packages to they have for you to so just keep it out there and just listen to the show if you have any questions comments concerning your finance and all that just text in when the lines are open or even on social media is facebook.com slash project or you're already part of the group just post your questions your contributions in the group and at the end of the show you're going to have uh, a lot of packages for you so just stay tuned when you text the text line will be 0244 text the questions to your finance investment savings and how to you know open multiple streams of income and you know if only you had a little money and today we're going to show you how you can make that extra income for yourself my guest is Charles Amwako Atta from Car Brokers Limited he's a registered securities dealer you understand what that means shortly and who is a security dealer and for your finances very very important Charles good morning good morning Bernard and how are you doing I'm fine and yourself ah good as good here by grace and if only you had little money, and know you have more than enough to to educate us on that for people. Now let's recap what we did last last about three weeks ago to do with money and and what really financial independence is and all that too. So quickly, we just want to know uh, how to attain financial uh, financial discipline, what it's what it is, and all that it takes to. So we want to quickly uh, take an overview of that, then we will launch into today's uh, subject on uh, developing quite multiple streams of income. So Charles, let's hear you. Okay, yeah, as he said that uh, money, 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 money. And uh, most of the things we do in life is about money. Exactly. And uh, last month we really talked about money. And uh, we started by saying that uh, money is uh, one of the most important things in life. Mm-hmm, exactly. And uh, most of the time uh, we know little about money and uh, we understand little about money. So it is very important that uh, we we learn about money because uh, it's something that you cannot really do without it. We go to school to learn a lot of subjects, but one of the things we feel to learn about is money. But when we come out of school, we we come out to look for money, which we feel to learn about. We feel to learn about in, in school. school. Exactly. So it is really very important. So uh, just to run through what we learned uh, uh, last month, uh, we, we, we talked about financial discipline. And basically there were four questions that were asked, uh, and then uh, we were able to uh, 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 you know, find answers to what we define what financial, financial discipline, discipline is. is uh. And then we asked why financial discipline. And then uh, we also asked how can one be financially disciplined? And uh, why is it difficult for one to be financially disciplined? So uh, these were the questions that were asked uh, last month, and uh, I will just run through quickly so that we can have time to 
look at our main topic for today. Mm. So um, with the financial discipline, uh, I started by saying that uh, it just are two ways. One is finance, finance and one is discipline. discipline. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about finance, you're talking about money. And uh, when you also talk about discipline, uh, I look into the dictionary and then uh, I found two uh, words which are actually similar in meaning. So when you talk about discipline, what another word for discipline is control, to direct. And then the other word is order, that is to organize. So based on this, the, based on these two, uh, I was able to uh, give about three definitions of what financial discipline means. And then the first point I made was that when you talk about financial discipline, it is just the ability to control your money. And uh, if you control your money, you know what you can do with it. Uh, if you fail to control your money, your money will control you. And uh, it is very dangerous if you allow money to control you. The second definition I gave about financial discipline was that it is the ability to establish order in your finances or to organize your money. And then the third definition I gave was that it is the ability to manage your money wisely. So that is what financial discipline means. The ability to control money, the ability to order your finances, and then the ability to manage your money wisely. And then the second question that was asked, how to do it, why do we have to bother ourselves uh, with financial discipline? And then I made two critical points, that we need to be financially disciplined because, one, there are some things that we don't want them to happen to us. And then I'll, I'll talk about them. And then the second main point I also said was that there are some things that we want in our lives. And based on these two things, that is why it is necessary for us to be financially disciplined. The first point, the things that we don't want to happen to us, we have about four of them. We don't want to waste our money. We don't also want to be in debt. And we also don't want to get broke or be bankrupt. And we also don't want to be poor. These four reasons these are the four things that we don't want to happen to us. And that is why we need to be financially disciplined. And there are also four things that I think I also talk about that we want those things to happen to us. And before we can experience those things, we need to be financially disciplined. And these are the things I talk about. One, we want to save. Two, we want to invest. Three, we want to be financially independent. And then four, we want to have financial discipline. So these are the reasons why I believe that everybody needs to be financially disciplined. Bernard, then we move on to the next uh, question, which was the third question. And uh, it has to do with how to be financially disciplined. How do you become Financially disciplined. disciplined. That's very important. The how to. So let's look at it. Yeah. So uh, I I I listed three main points that can lead us to be financially disciplined. And the first point I made had to do with financial literacy or that's financial financi- education. Financial education. Exactly. And so that's what we are that, doing here. Exactly. That's what you are doing, doing here. here. And the fir- the second one has to do financial planning. 
financial planning. Financial planning. Uh, if you know, if you don't know something, you wouldn't know how to do it. So you only need to get the education, and after getting the education, then you can plan right. about it. And the last thing has to do with financial practice. Practice. You so know. one financial literacy, the education, exactly. then you plan, then we practice. You practice it. Exactly. Oh, okay. So yes, these are three ways to yeah, so help us. Let me just take time to go over them, you know, one after the other. Okay. With yes, the financial yes. literacy, it's all about knowledge and understanding of money, understanding of savings and understanding of investment. How does money work? What is investment? How do you save and how do you invest? You know, you need to get information about these things. And uh, that is the starting point. And as I made mention uh, earlier on, that if you don't know something, you can't do anything. You can only do what you know. You understand? So it is very important that um, you actually get understanding. You become financially literate, financially intelligent. You have financial wisdom. And then based on that, you know, you can then move on. And uh, I actually... Um, said I, I, about, uh, about five, about 15 things that one need to know about money, which is part of the, you know, uh, uh, the financial literacy. And uh, about five, but I can't share all the 15, you know, so at least uh, about five of them that five, I would right, like to really talk yeah. about, that uh, money is not evil. Money is not evil. Yeah, most of the time people think that uh, money is evil, evil. Because uh, Jesus Christ said in the Bible that it is difficult for a rich man to go to heaven than for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. So especially uh, Christians think that if you are rich, it will be difficult for you to go to heaven. So money is evil. But that is why he said that money is the root, the love of money is the root of evil. That doesn't mean that money is evil. If you love money, that is what will lead you into a lot of evil and then you really move away from the kingdom of God. So money is not evil. And money is not for people who are academically astute. Money is not for the people who are academically astute. Other than that, uh, the higher your level of education, the higher will be your money. And if you look at the richest people in the world, the billionaires in the world, they are not the professors and the doctors and the engineers. And I hope, Bernard, you, you, you really bear with me. You know, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that's true. They are not the professors, not that they are the doctors. I mean, Bill Gates is not a professor. Slim Carlos is not a professor. Why Buffett is not a professor. I mean, if you come to Africa, the richest man in Africa is Aligo Dankoti, who, who is a Nigerian. He is not a professor. So, when we talk about money, you know, having more of it has nothing to do with highly educated, how highly educated you are. It is something that you need to know. It's not about your educational level. So, money is not for the, those who are academically astute. And, you know, it's not a subject which is taught in school. And I mentioned earlier on that we go to school to learn so many subjects. But I don't know whether Bernard, when you went to school, you learned something called Money 101. <laughs> Is there a class like that? Not yet. Yes. So okay. you don't learn some of these things. I mean, uh, the closest you can get to is to learn something about the functions of money and the features of money and the role of money and the investment, especially those who did economics and business. You know. But how to actually create money and multiply money it's not something which is actually taught in school. You actually learn them in the real world. And money is, is, is a reward for solving problems. So you have to work for it. You know, that's how somebody, how somebody really defines, you know, money, that 
money is a reward it's a reward exactly for oh, solving, solving a problem. problem so if you solve a problem that is when you get money and money is also a seed uh, it grows you understand money is a seed um if you work and you get money that is your fruit of it but in the fruit is a seed which has the ability to regenerate itself mm -hmm. so if you have a fruit and then you eat the fruit together with the seed how do you reproduce the the fruit so we have to remember that anytime you have money part of the money is a seed that you don't have to or to consume, consume but you need to save that seed and invest so that the money can actually you know grow so uh, uh, these are some of the things that we need to learn about money. So if you know about it, you understand it, you value it. When you get it, you know how to actually apply it. You will not really abuse it. And this is one of the ways to know about money. What we are doing here is financial uh, education. education. You, know, you listen to financial educational programs like this. You have to join investment clubs to really understand investment. You have to listen to business news. You read about business papers and magazines. You attend investment workshops. You have to talk to financial advisors, investment brokers, stock brokers, and entrepreneurs so that they will be able to teach you about money. And you have to buy and read books about money and then uh, investment. So that is about financial literacy. So we, we then moved on to the next point, which is in the financial discipline process. You know, the next point is financial planning, which we did not talk much about it uh, last month. But uh, it will form part of our discussion, uh, you know, uh, we yeah, to, today. So I will not talk much about it. I will just move on to what we really discussed mm -hmm. last month. And exactly. then when we come to this month, oh, then I will really look at it. So we quickly move on to uh, financial practice, where we said that you have to practice what you know about money or investment. Mm -hmm. Because it's not enough to know about money or understand money and they know how to create money and all that, and you don't really practice it. So you have to practice what you know about money. And by practicing what you know about money, it's about savings and investment. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to save and you have to invest. And the next thing about financial practice, so execute your financial plans. So if you, you know about money, you know about investment, and you want to invest, and you want to save, and you have a financial plan or objective, you have to execute it, because it's not enough to have a plan. So once you have the plan, then you should go ahead and make sure that you execute the plan. And after executing the plan, you have to monitor your financial progress to check whether you are making results or not. So this actually brings to the as to the uh, to the end of the question: uh, How does one become financially financial disciplined? Discipline. One financial literacy, financial planning, and then lastly financial practice. And we also moved on to discuss the next question, which has to do with why is financial discipline difficult for people? Because when we talk about financial discipline, you know, it's very difficult for people to be financially disciplined. And that question was asked, why? And uh, I made uh, five points. And the first point was that, already people have the habit, habit of being financially indisciplined. So, and, and we always say that habit once formed, it's difficult to, to, break. to break. So if somebody is financially indisciplined, the person wastes money. It's a habit. So for the for the person to change all of a sudden is difficult to take time. So this makes it difficult for people to be financially disciplined. Another point is ignorance. If you don't know about it, if you don't know it, how do you do it? So lack of knowledge. So you don't know anything about finance, you don't know anything about money or investment or savings. So when you get money, what do you do? 
you spend it or you waste it. And the next point is the inability to sacrifice. People don't can't wait, can't sacrifice for the future. So don't want it now. the moment they get the money, they have to spend it. You understand? And if you do that, it's very difficult for you to actually be financially disciplined. And the next thing is instant gratification. People want satisfaction now. They cannot postpone their their needs and wants. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And if you are that kind of person, you know, it will be very difficult for you to be financially disciplined. And the last point we talked about how to do with meeting other people's expectations. So people live to impress others. So if you live to impress others, definitely, you know, you can't achieve anything on your own. Because whenever you get money, you want to impress others. And what does it you know, uh, mean to impress others? You spend money anyhow for people to know that in fact you are rich. Meanwhile, you are not rich. Somebody said that uh, Africans, we like to look rich. So it's a difference between looking rich and being rich. So the fact that you look rich does not mean that you are rich. So these are, you know, some of the reasons why it is difficult for people to be financially disciplined. And I ended the topic with advice. You asked me with my advice to the youth when it comes to money, investment, and all that. And I gave a 10-point advice. Uh, And these are the things that you don't have to do if you want to be financially disciplined. And this is what I believe that if you want to be financially disciplined, you don't have to do these things. One, don't spend all your money. Save and invest. Don't spend all your money. Save and invest. And two, I said that don't overdraw your bank account or don't totally liquidate all your investment. So if you have a bank account, you have an investment, don't overdraw or don't liquidate all. Even if you want to draw, if you want to withdraw some or you want to liquidate some, you leave some of the amount in. And the third point was that don't spend extra money immediately. The moment you get money that you are not even expecting, don't spend it immediately. You need to plan for it. You need to plan about it. And it's one of our points that we raised about being financially disciplined, that you need financial planning. So once you get money, you don't have to rush to spend it immediately. And the fourth point is that don't buy on impulse. Don't buy on necessary items. The fifth point we made was that you don't have to be short-minded. Avoid instant gratification and be long-term or future-minded. So you need to be future-minded. You don't have to be short-term-minded. And the sixth point we made had to do with you don't have to live without a financial plan. Because if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So you need to have a financial plan. And by having the financial plan, you'll be able to move ahead. And then the seventh point is that you don't have to borrow to spend. You don't have to borrow to spend. Even if you borrow, you have to borrow to invest so that you can get a return. Anytime you borrow, you have to pay interest. So if you borrow just to spend on your clothing, on your shoes and gadgets, those are not things that can generate returns for you to be able to pay the principal amount that you borrowed and then also pay interest. So when you, even if you borrow at all, borrow to invest. Don't borrow to spend. And the eighth point is that don't spend to impress others. I've already mentioned. And the, and the ninth point is that don't hang out with people who spend. There are people, all that they know is to spend. And if you have friends like that, you have to really watch them because they will help you to waste your money. And the last point is that don't love money more than God. 
Do love money more than God, and this is uh, this is 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 great. Yeah, this is great. Look at financial uh, discipline, how to be uh, financially independent, and how to attain financial discipline. Quickly, we covered it in the last month, and mentioned three key things to financial literacy education. As we are doing now, reading financial books and find out what you can do, and you move to financial planning. You to plan, and the next is financial practice. Now, what stop most people? Most of the time, is they get all the best books, listen to the best advice, but fail to act upon those principles, so they remain where they are. So our goal and objective for this program is youth and investment is after listening, after you and planning, you go out and work on it immediately. And he mentioned what also stop people from attaining financial. Uh, independent financial discipline life is most of the time because we've not developed the habit of saving petty things and, and developing the habit of spending any little money that comes on our way our way to is, is, is also a bad habit so what we need to do is sometimes trying to save as mentioned uh, the little things that come especially the gifting and the, the money that we, we get uh, from people on away where we didn't much and so save those are uh, very important. So these are some of the things that we learned last month on, on attaining financial uh, in discipline. So t- today we're going to move on to the next ne- next next topic as we want to look at uh, 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 attaining multiple streams of income. One key thing that Charles Men mentioned, and there's a quote by Dave Ramsey. He he stated that most of the time we buy things we don't need, we money we don't have. To impress people we don't like, so just by just showing off, we we buy things we don't need, with money we don't even have. We go borrow it to impress people we don't even really like or even don't know, and just to show off. And those are some of the ways that those that steal or kill are, are the little money that comes in our way. So this our goal is to just get the money, save it, invest. And, and, and become worthy and help others. When you go for a short musical break and with this music again by Abba, money, money, money. If you had a little money and you're going to teach you how to get more money. So if you have, if you have a, a question or contribution, just text to 0244 We have some gifts for you, some souvenirs and packages. And also opportunity for those who listen to do internship with Car Brokers Limited. So just text us. Even Facebook just post on the comment that I just posted the picture I posted on the group Youthwise Forum group on the If I had a little money, if you had a little money this is Youth Wise Forum and you're listening to Investorpreneurs. We're looking at youth in investment and how to get more and enough money to help yourself and people around you. And we're doing so in partnership with Carbrokers Limited. And my guest is Charles Amakwata. We're discussing uh, how to attain financial uh, independence and financial discipline. And today we do want to look at attaining multiple streams of income. So that all rich and successful people who have one main source of income. They have multiple streams of income. So our goal is how do we uh, attain or get multiple streams of income? Or even the, the, the main thing, what is multiple streams? of income really about. Charles, the question, let's look at, we, we look at uh, multiple streams of income. What is that? What is that about finance? I know about savings and as we discussed last week, but what is multiple streams of income? But as you just said, you know, multiple streams of income, uh, 
is uh, about having more than one source of income or different sources of income or having extra you know, uh, sources of income. That is what we mean by multiple streams of income. So somebody will ask why multiple streams of income? Is it not enough to have only one source of income? And the answer is uh, no, because uh, once one source is not enough, you know, one source is not enough. One source, you understand. So, so you need extra sources. Extra sources of income are actually required to create excess income over expenditure, and two, to also improve on your financial position. That is your net worth, your investment, and your assets. And the third thing is that you need this so that you can achieve financial freedom or, or independence. So if, if, if you want to be financially independent, if you want to have financial freedom, you don't need to rely on only one stream of income. Because what happens if that stream dries up? What actually happens to you if that stream mm, dries, dries up? up? So uh, it's not enough to have only one stream of income. So just multiple streams of income is just having more than one. So it can be two, three, four, five. Okay, so multiple uh, streams of income basically exactly. means get more than uh, one source of income to help in your finance, exactly. you know, whatever you do. And one, uh, one is just not enough. So we need we need more than one, and that's the essence of, of having a multiple streams of income. Uh, so if one is not just enough, the question is: Is it really necessary? Because if I think someone thinks that I think um, just one is okay for me, I think I can feed my family, I can have enough to do. So uh, why is it necessary? You see, um, as you just said, if you think it's enough, then that is up to you. Because mm-hmm. you need money for expenditure. You need money to pay bills, to rent, to buy a car, to buy a house, to pay school fees for your medicals. So if you think that only one stream of income is enough for you, to be comfortable with all these things, then that is up to you. But I believe that a lot of people, they do not have more than enough to take care of their rents, to take care of their transport, to take care of their children, or to take care of their, you know, to take, to take care of their medicals. So that is the more reason why you need an extra stream of income to actually support what you actually have already in order for you to be comfortable, in order for you to be secured in future. You don't know what might happen in future. So sometimes we even save or invest uh, for the purpose of unexpected expenditure or situations mm-hmm. because things might just come up that you do not really expect. So the essence of having more than one source of income is just to guarantee you comfortability you understand to get you comfortability so that is the more reason why it is important to have more than one source of income and as I mentioned earlier on what if that source dries dries up that is the only means by which you get money into your pocket and if by you know nobody says that anything bad should happen to anybody if that source is cut off how do you receive money?
to take care of whatever expenditure that you have. That is why it is more important that we have more than one source of income. I haven't said all this, and, uh, and not just ha to have enough also, but to support the family and all that you want to, we want to do. And my question now is, I'm looking around, okay, where, how do I, I mean, start or find another source of income? What do we do now? Actually, there, there are so many sources of income that, you know, one can identify. Um, you know, I, I did some reading and then I came across a number of them, which I do really agree with them. And there was uh, one particular, you know, you know, report that I really agree with mostly. It's, it's a broad four points. No, four, four sources. Sources, okay. Yeah, four I'm sources. Glad to hear that. <laughs> uh, this may not be the only source. Mm -hmm. There may be other sources. But later on, we will look at the specific sources. But I just want to mention them so that you'll be aware. And one of the sources is what? Employment. That you need to work. So in this case, you are working for money. So, mm -hmm. you, need so to one, you need to work exactly. for the that first one. Okay, good. You are an employee. Somebody okay. employs okay. you to work. And based on that, you get your money. The second point is what? Through investment. So as an investor, investment becomes another stream of income. And then the third point is being self-employed. Self-employed. Yes. Exactly. Being self-employed. Okay, so these three, one, you, uh, you need to get a job. Yeah, that's the first, first one. one. Job. Uh, two is need to invest. Invest, exactly. And, and then the third one is self-employment. Self that's yeah. working for money and then money also working for you. So you have your own work, you have your own job, you have your own business. Uh, and then at the smaller level, and you have one or two people helping you. So you are working for yourself. At the same time, you have invested your money into that work. So your money is also working for you. And then the last point is being a business owner where you graduate mm -hmm. from being a small business owner to a big business owner, where you become entrepreneur at the highest level. In this case, you have a limited liability company, a limited liability company where you know you employ a number of people, and the people are working for you, and at the same time, your money is working for, you. Working for you. So the first point is that you are a worker, no, you are working for money. money. The second point, you are an investor. Your money, money is working, working for, for you. you. The okay. third one, you are self-employed. You are working, working. At, and at the same time, your money is also working, working for you. Okay. Entrepreneur at the lowest level, at the, at the low level. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth one, being a business owner, where you have established a big company. And in this case, people and money are working for you. So you have mm -hmm. employed people who are working for you. And at the same time, your money is the business that is working for you. Um, most of the time, we are used to the first two. Mm -hmm. Okay, This mm -hmm. program will not allow us to talk about all of them. So mm -hmm. I decided to look at the first two, okay, let's, so that let's we can focus on the first two, because that is where most of us can really associate ourselves with. You understand? Mm -hmm. So uh, we will look at uh, employment, and as I said earlier on, uh, this is where you are working for someone for a wage or a salary. You are working for somebody as for a wage or a salary, and uh, working for money as a, it can be a permanent staff. It can be uh, a contract staff or it can be on part-time basis. Okay, so any of these will be able to generate money for you as an you know, employee of uh, a company. And that is where most of us really start from after school. 
uh, the first thing we do is to look for jobs. Yeah. So we prepare beautiful CVs and then uh, you know we go around looking for jobs to get some money and also to get experience so that we can really move on to the other levels. If you look at the four points that I really mentioned, you know, they are in levels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For my employee, mm-hmm. you become an investor. If I'm an investor, you can become a self-employed. And mm-hmm. for self-employed, where you are entrepreneur at the low level, you become entrepreneur mm-hmm. at the high level, be a business owner. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, the first point is where most of us are really associated with. And then mm-hmm. the second point uh, is what? Investment. And uh, this is what uh, I would like to talk a little more about it. But uh, we move it more. Is, we can have yeah. another time to yeah, talk. To talk deeply about it. But just to let our listener know some basic things about investment. And uh, I want to begin with uh, an example. Okay. And uh, I don't know whether you remember the parable of the talents. Exactly. You know, in yeah, the Bible. Scriptures. You know, parable of the talents. Mm-hmm. Jesus was actually talking about the kingdom of God. Uh, and he was he likened it to uh, a certain man in Matthew chapter twenty five fourteen to thirty, and he said that a certain man was traveling to a far country, and uh, he actually had servants. So one servant he gave five talents, another servant he gave two talents, and another servant he gave one talent, and he went. And after a long time, he came back. And when he came back, he called them to give an account to uh, him on the money that he gave them. The talents here represent money. And the one who had the five talents actually came back and said, Master, I traded with the five talents you gave me. And I have extra talents. That is the return. So he made the return of 100%. The one who also received the Two talents also came and said, Master, you gave me two talents. I traded with the two talents and I get extra two, which is 100%. And then the one with one talent did not do anything with the one talent. He went to dig a hole and they put the money there. So he returned 0%. He returned nothing. This story is about investment. And what we are going to talk about is coming, is going to come from this story. Okay. Uh, one, you realize that investment is about putting money into something to earn a future return. Mm-hmm. Putting money into something to earn yes, a future putting return. Something into, putting money into something to earn a future returns. If, if, you, if you look at the story I just told you, you realize that the master gave the money to the servants. And when he came back, he requested that they give an account to the money, to him. Okay? The first the one who had five talent and the one who had two talent, they went to trade with the money and they got returned. So the one with the five talent returned another five, hundred percent. The one with the two returned another two, making four. So investment is about return. We only invest so that we can get profit. And two, it is also something that you learn. Investment is something that you learn. If you, if you, if you read about the story, you realize that the one with the five talents and then the one with the two talents, they knew about investment. That is how come they were able to trade with the talent that were given them. I believe that the one with the one talent did not know about investment. That is why he went and, and dug a hole and put the money in the hole. You understand? That is why. 
Now, look at the, from the reference to the story they made concerning talent, though talent represents uh, money here. But I, I think uh, we, we can look at this critically and uh, next month looking at talent based I mean multiple streams of income how can your talent help you I think we want to really take that subject and look at that next month typically because some of the listeners or people might not fit in some of the things that we are stating but if you're able to find out what are my talents how can I best find multiple streams of income to that I'll be glad we look at that so if you can know that as for next month then we look at typically into that but now uh, the question is the, the four basic things that you made mention how do we then uh, manage that as a worker or as an investor um, as a worker or as an investor um, so how do I manage my yeah my exactly income? you know uh how do I manage my stream of income as a worker? Mm-hmm. Um, as a worker, uh, I I believe that if your stream of income is working for somebody for a salary or for a wage, uh, these are some of the things that you need to do. You have to keep on working, never stop work, and and go and stay at home seeking for a better job mm. because your only source of income is what working. Working. So if you stop work, how do you get it? So you don't have to stop, you have to keep on working. And then you need to have a financial plan or target. You need to have a financial plan or target. Because as I said earlier on in my uh, in my in my in, in my in, in, in what we discussed, I said that uh, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Plan to so fail. you need to have a financial plan, a financial objective, and then a financial goal. And then three, you need to save while working. You don't have to spend working. Mm-hmm. more than you earn. So you have to spend less than you earn. That is the principle. You mm-hmm. have to spend less than you earn so that you can save. And then four, you have to pay yourself first. Once you receive your salary, the first thing that you have to do is to pay yourself first. At least 10% of your salary every month. And save that amount or invest that amount. Because if you want to pay yourself, it's what you are going to invest. So if you don't pay yourself first and by saving... And you spend all your money, money. there will be nothing left for you. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And then you have to invest what you save, as I said earlier on. And don't borrow to spend. As you will spend all your salary on paying debt with interest. You don't have to borrow mm-hmm. to spend. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, Bernard, I mentioned <laughs> earlier on that even if, if you borrow at all, you have to what? borrow to invest. Best. Okay? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the next thing is how do you manage my stream of income as an investor? Mm-hmm. If an investor, how, how, do you, how do you manage it? Well, you need to understand investment. Yes, you understand. Yes, but if you don't understand it, you, you can't really get into it. And if you remember the story that I told you, uh, I said that uh, you know, the, those with the five talents and two talents, they knew about the investment, so they went to invest. And so you need to really understand investment. That is, the, that is what we are doing, financial literacy. You have to really understand you know, investment. And the second thing is that you have to have a financial plan or target. The same thing as the one who is also a worker. A financial objective. Uh, what do you want to do with your money? And how much do you want to save? And how long do you want to save? You understand? So you need to have a financial plan and a financial target. And you have to know the various investment instruments that are also available. Available. Because you cannot, if you want to invest, you cannot invest in a vacuum. So you need to know the various investment instruments which are available that you can invest in. That means we have a lot to learn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, you have to always get in touch with your broker. You know, and you don't have to stop investing once you start what investing. I mean, you need to really, you know, know some of these things so that you'll be able to continue to what investing. By so doing, you can be assured of a guaranteed stream of income. Bernard.
So these are some of the things that you need to do if you're an investor. These are some of the things that you have to do. If you're a worker, these are some of the things that you need to have, you need to do so that your your stream of income will be secure. Mm-hmm. It will continue to flow. And the name stream comes from a river. River mm-hmm. flows. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have a source and you have a certain level where it flows into. Oh. So if you be able to identify your source of income as a worker, the points I gave you are the things that you need to do so that it will continue to flow. As an investor, you don't have to stop investing. Mm-hmm. Keep on investing. Keep on saving. Have a financial plan. Have a financial target. And by so doing, the stream uh, will continue to really come to you. Bernard. Oh, Charles, I'm Akwasa from Car Brokers Limited. He's a registered securities dealer. Um, and a lot of insight here. And as we keep talking, we realize that there's a lot for us to learn <laughs> over time. A lot of things that is coming up that we need, we need to learn. So we have a lot of, uh, big, uh, uh financial education <laughs> to be done and, and, and move on to the next about planning and then about, uh, practicing and investing and working on that. So we'll be looking at that type of investment. How do we start? And also how do we use our talent? to find multiple streams of income next in the next uh, few weeks too. We have a lot. If you, uh, I've got some questions, but time's on our side, so I'm going to power all those questions to you. Then we'll, be, we'll answer those questions in our subsequent uh, program. And we move on. Like, you, you are really educating uh, us here in a lot more. And before we just end the show, too, I'm going to read the questions now. And I think Robert is posed the question, but I'll do that. And the junior Robert, I'll ask the question later and I'll call, I'll ask your questions later. But now, about reverse discussion, I also want you to know that the show will be available as a podcast on iTunes for you to really listen and educate yourself too. So just take note uh, to be online. Just go to our iTunes shop and just search for uh, Invest to Pinochet, but just look for Bernard Kelvin Clive and re download or listen to the podcast again. And Charles, uh, before we just leave, I just want to ask you as again your final final piece of advice to us today before we move to the next. Uh, so, but my, my final advice uh, is uh, in uh, five points. Final advice. Okay. Five it is not enough to have only one source of income, as I've mentioned it earlier on. And two, even the rich have more than one stream of income. So, how much more you? The rich, they That's have more than one stream of income. So, how much more you? And the third point is that every problem you see is a stream of income. Every problem you see is a stream of income. And as I said that exactly, uh, you know, uh, uh, money is the result is the reward for solving problems. Okay, so you have to bear in mind that if you want to identify a source of income or a stream of income, you have to bear in mind that every problem you see is a stream of income. So look for the solution to create the stream. Look for the solution to create the stream. And then the fourth point is that every talent is also a stream of income. Every talent. So we have people who have talents, and the talents are giving them money. I really want to ask you to look into that. uh, Yes, every talent is a stream of income. So use it, and you create another stream. And lastly, investment is the only thing that can guarantee you financial freedom. And the earlier you start, and the longer you do it, the richer you become. Well, thank you very much for this uh, golden nugget and uh, PowerPoint five PowerPoint given to us. I always say there's a lot to learn if you get, as as you keep mentioning. So, uh, listen, just stay tuned and don't miss the youth and investments uh, entrepreneur series with uh, Car Brokers Limited and my resource person is Charles Amwakata is always always having a lot of insight sharing with us. And you can all keep on asking or texting your com- uh, question to zero two four four nine six one one two one. If you're online, just post in your group. 
or comment and even any other things you can just shoot us an email at info at bkc.name and you have your questions and answered and also if you're listening you want to be part of the youthwise project team and also to us a company to sponsor our partner just also give us a call on zero two four four nine six one one two one and we attend to that just give us a call for any other thing to zero two four four nine six one one two one the youthwise project in partners with car brokers and who will attend to that. Also, for those of you text in that I couldn't read and also uh, posted on Facebook, you have some souvenirs with us and I'm, you're going to get back to you to, uh, for that from Car Brokers Limited. So, I will say congratulations and keep listening to Investor Entrepreneurship with Car Brokers Limited as a project by Youthwise.